It's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me, as always, he's starting to get the reputation of being the Jack Nicholson of the Iowa Wolves. Sean Dangler, Sean, what's up? Not much. Uh, I would say I may, I may be actually getting uh, the reputation. I think, I think you're correct, Jordan. I am a premier super fan of the I- Iowa Wolves. Yeah. Are, so when you go in, like, do like the ushers just kind of like give you a thumbs up, like, "What's up, Sean?" Yeah, you know, I just they just hand me beers just left and right. I walk in, high five everyone. It's pretty cool. Yeah, shake the hand of the players on the court. Like, yeah, I'm hey, do- man, good to see you. I got handshakes with all of them. I'm just like up there, just like you know, doing that. Sometimes they even let me in the game and I get a play. Just ball up a little. Just bit. ball up a little. Bit. I'm like, hey guys, I got this one. Hey, what? You take a rest, man. Let me let me post up. Let me post up. Let me get in here. Like, give me the rock. <laughs> um, I wish it was like that. Um, but no, it's still been it's still super fun though. I will say that. I, uh, the couple games ago, my, uh, Kim and I, we were there and my, my sales guy, my ticket guy I work with that gets me, uh, tickets gave us a free upgrade to courtside Ooh. tickets. It was amazing. <laughs> that, I bet that would be cool. Yeah. How, how full do those games get? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I would say, okay. Have you ever been to Wells Fargo? Um, or yeah, like Wells Fargo Arena. Basically, they have the lower bowl. Um, like most arenas, they kind of have that lower bowl section. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have like the upper half. They only open up the lower bowl, and usually it's just along the sides. It doesn't go on the the um, kind of what I would say the behind the hoops. Usually, they don't have those tick those seats ever filled, or anyone's just sitting there. I would say okay. uh, that basically. It scatters throughout, um, but you pretty much, if you show up and you have a ticket, you can kind of sit wherever you want if you really wanted to because um, it's still fairly open. I would say they, they probably get, I don't know, maybe I'm really bad at numbers, I, like 500 to 1,000 people. I don't know. Maybe more than that. I, I really am bad, at least the games I've been to, but I haven't been to like any Saturday games. They're weekend mm-hmm. games that you usually – are a little more full like friday saturday nights yeah because they typically get there's a lot of kids that they or they they must sell to a lot of like group tickets to kids like basketball teams or other organizations because if you go on the weekends yeah. there seems to be a lot more kids there that would make sense yeah uh but no right. it's it's super fun i i mean i've enjoyed it it's uh the Wolves, they're not very good this year. They're pretty much 500, basically. Um, they have a bunch of guards and, like, no post players. So it um, doesn't really bode well for them all the time. But, yeah. No, so we got – so I actually have one season ticket. and uh, um, But I haven't made – if you don't – the good thing about the Wolves is if you don't make the game, if I, I can't go because I have something else going on, I can just use that ticket in the future. Uh, yeah. So basically, every game I've brought Kim with me because so it's basically half the games I've been able to make, um, which is fine. It's more fun to go with someone. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's super fun. The courtside tickets. Have you ever sat courtside, Jordan? Um, no, I've never been good enough to get courtside. <laughs> well, strike that. Strike that. I did watch courtside um, Iowa women's basketball one time. That's not bad. You know, yeah, it, they were they were good that year. I think they had like a top ten pick in the WNBA draft. But. Yeah. No, I it, courtside. It's fun. We were actually under the hoop, kind of near the hoop. We're like so mm-hmm. we weren't like on the long part of the court, but we were next to the Iowa Wolves, their bench. Um and so what was the best part was you could just hear all the chatter. Like even though there's not that many people at the game, you still could hear more when you're just sitting on the court of the players like talking shit to each other or mm-hmm. just other random stuff. Just the sounds of the game, I guess, were more apparent. And so it was real fun. Didn't get railroaded by any player, thankfully. <laughs> No one diving into the stands at you. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully not. Did not have the the classic like popcorn and player comes in and the popcorn goes flying. <laughs> or, or the beer one where you try to save the beer. Yes. <laughs> um. So are, you said they're not very good. Do they have any like players who will probably play in the NBA or like? So they've they've had a few players um, that are on like contracts to go back and forth between mm-hmm. the Iowa Wolves. So one's Jordan McGough- McLaughlin, which, I mean, unless you're a USC, he went to USC, like or a Premier Wolves fan, you probably wouldn't know who he is. He's gone back and forth. They had this center who was really good, but then he's been basically up with the T-Wolves since like early January, Naz Reed, who played for LSU last year. And then there's a Keelan Martin, played for Butler. He's gone back and forth. And then to start the season, there was this Keita Bates-Diop, um, he was like their best player, like the first few games, and then he pretty much was promoted and hasn't been back. So gotcha. there's about three or I think those three, besides the Kita, because he's just been up there, those three guys kind of have gone back and forth ish. Then it's like Lindell Wigginton from Iowa State last year plays for the Wolves, um, but I don't foresee him getting bumped up anytime soon. Yeah. I, uh, can Oh, Can- sorry, go on. Canyon Barry, Rick Barry's son, who is the Rick Barry's the all-time free throw uh, yeah, percentage. Yeah, he shoots underhanded. Yeah, right? Canyon shoots underhanded too, and he just got he had been hurt like early on in the season, and then he has now he played the last game and he was able to shoot a free throw, and it was great. Did everyone just go wild when he shot it? Yeah, it's awesome. Ah. He is also the only white white guy on the team, so like everyone in the stands is rooting for him. <laughs> Of course they are. Not that they're not rooting for anyone else, but it's like, oh, yeah, we got a white guy out there. <laughs> How do you think it feels for that Iowa State guy to, like, cause I'm, I guess maybe he's not from the area, but, like, he, like, played college ball names. So now he just gets to, like, play pro ball, essentially, kind of. But yeah. live in Des Moines, like, the Ames area still. I'm sure he kind I mean, he's at least familiar with the area. He's from Canada originally, I think. Um, oh. But he... I don't know. I he's not in the NBA. That's like the G League. It's like the minor leagues. None of these guys actually really want to be here. I mean, they're probably it's thankful true. they're playing somewhere, but like they're always looking up. Uh, he uh, the first game, the first home game, they had him speak to the crowd, you know, because he's the Iowa State guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had there's been the last two games I've went. There's been a couple Iowa guys that have played been on the away team. Um, Jared Utoff was on um, the Memphis Hustle, which is, I think, a great team name. But 
he was there. Um, he was he actually started. He was pretty good. He did pretty good. There's one guy. This is when we were sitting courtside. Um, there's a guy behind us, and he, he literally, I he was just there to cheer on Utah. Didn't care if the hustle won or not. He was just like at the end of the game, just yelling, be like, "Get him the ball!" <laughs> and then when he get the ball, he's just like, "Let it rip!" He was just like just in on Utah and no one else. Oh. Those are the experiences you get at those type of like minor league like teams. Yeah, that's nice. And this last game, Devin Marble was on the away team. Oh, Devin Marble, the Santa Cruz uh, Warriors. Yeah, that's a callback. It's about him. Uh, the G League. Going to G League games is basically be like, oh, I remember that guy, <laughs> like that yeah. type of thing. Like they were good in college. That guy was a second team All Big Ten. Yeah, like that's that's essentially what going to these games are. Is it's like more just seeing like, oh, I remember who he played for, mm-hmm. and like, oh, I actually get to see him now. So, do they do in the NBA kind of like in the MLB where like a player gets hurt, they'll like play a few games in the G League, or is that not a thing? Uh, I don't think that's really a thing. At least with um. The big time players, I would say, maybe if it's one of these littler players got hurt um, that are mm-hmm. on the contracts, but I think you have to be on a contract technically. I don't think it's set up exactly like that. Gotcha. So I, 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 w- I like, wish that would be awesome. Because I think Cat's like hurt right now. Yeah. No, I don't think they'll be sending him down to the Iowa Wolves. Like I don't know if that's even like set up to do that. Dude, do you think he'd put up fifty and thirty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that I was talking to somebody about the G League, and it sounds like the G League, like, it's pretty hard to find a good post player. Like, a lot of, like, so if there's actually a good post player, you can do harm. Um, hmm. It's a lot of, like, a lot of wings, a lot of guards, and the wings are all, like, you know, the 6'6 six, six to, like, 6'9 guys who are all mm-hmm. just, like, just long and athletic, but can't like really do anything perfectly well, <laughs> but they're just good enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I know. It's pretty fun being an Iowa Wolves um, thing. Oh, the other story is this last game we went to. So, just to put this in uh, pretext, uh, whatever I want to say, they show the kiss cam every game. You know, like mm-hmm. at every sporting event, and Kim is just hates the kiss cam. Just I don't know why she has such a fear of it because it's easily the easiest like thing you do. You just look up, you know, you see the camera on you, look up at the screen, you laugh, then you kiss, and then you're done. Like that is the kiss cam, and Kim just she just runs. She she just gets out of there, goes to the bathroom, walks away, so she doesn't have to get on the kiss cam. Um, but it isn't about the kiss cam. Um, they had the flex cam. Which is they just put the camera on you and you flex. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed, I, I, I like when they announced it, I kind of jokingly did it next to Kim. Um, and then I noticed the, the camera guy, I like made eye contact with him. <laughs> and then I, shortly after that, he had the camera zoomed in right on me. I was like, all right, I got to do this. And I just started flexing away once it hit. And uh, yep. I don't know. Apparently I crushed it. I I thought I was just flexing, but I I added a little pizzazz. I didn't just flex. I did the like in and out, like the almost the John Wall dance type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I pretty much just did that, and people loved it. There was a lady in front of me who's dying, and then she realized she was on camera too, like her head was on camera. So <laughs> I don't know. I crushed the flex cam apparently, 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm representing. So what was Kim's reaction? She, I, she enjoyed it. She like ducked as far away out of the camera shot. Like she wasn't in it, but she like was leaning way far out of it to make sure she didn't get in it. <laughs> That's fair. Well, Sean, I'm glad you're, uh, you're showing people the, the muscles out there. Uh, I know it's, it's awesome. <laughs> well, ho- hopefully I can make it down and we can go to a game. I'll buy, I'll even buy a ticket. Oh, again. it's usually pretty cheap so <laughs> and you're not yeah, i assumed they I don't assumed they weren't too expensive they don't sell out so it's never gonna be like a concern of you're gonna come and not be able to get a ticket in some way <laughs> yeah so. i i think we will be safe oh okay. um so sean um yes in the week since we've had our last podcast there's been some big football games played yeah some big old um, football games the college football i Pretty much the big bowls have been played and the playoffs. College football is done. Yeah. Um, and the NFL playoffs have started. So uh, I think it's probably time we recap. <laughs> um, yes. People are probably wondering what we're thinking. They are. So people want to know. Let's start with the uh, college game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, first, before we get to the playoffs, what are your thoughts on just like the bowl season or any? like non-playoff games. I did not pay attention to any of it, truthfully. Okay. Um, and not, I just don't find, I don't know, I don't find watching random bowls. Like, if it's on, if I happen to be home and it's on, like, I'll turn on a game and have it on in the background. But I'm not out yeah. here, like, scouting a team or being like, ooh, I wonder what they're doing. Because, I don't know, I just don't like that. And I know, like, some, now it seems like a lot of the, very good players sit the bowl games out unless they're in like the college football playoff because they don't want to ruin their draft stock. Yeah, that that's always a disappointment when you turn into like a the Alabama Michigan game and you'll be like, oh, well, this guy's not even playing. Yeah, awesome. Um, which is always a little bit of disappointment. Um, did you watch any like the like New Year's Day games or anything like that? Not that I, I, not really. I don't think so. I was also, I feel like New Year's Day I had, I had, I was doing things, but I don't really remember what. <laughs> I was going to say, you're a busy man, Sean. I, um, I get it. You don't I'm, have to explain to me. I'm a busy man. That, that's all I can say. Um, Did you watch the Iowa State or Iowa game? Uh, Iowa game I did not because I had a show that night. Iowa State game, Uh, I think I, wa- I watched a little bit of it, but. I mean, I know what happened in the games. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, Iowa did well. Iowa State got throttled. <laughs> yeah. I, and yet, I, I will say the one thing about Iowa State is I did see Brett McMurphy, who is like a former ESPN reporter, works for Stadium. I don't know what. Put him at, put Iowa State as the, his preseason top 10 team, like number 10. Um, and I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> for next year? Yeah. <laughs> Man, he must love that Purdy hype. It, yeah, I think so. Um, they're good. I would put them on probably my top twenty-five, but top ten is wow. Yeah, uh, Iowa State is like um, I'll see it when I I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree there. I was disappointed with them. I like was waiting to watch their game. I watched it, and for like probably a quarter and a half, and was like, well. This game is them getting like dominated. I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah, I, yeah. I that's what I mean. That's what it sounded like. Is it just like Iowa State couldn't do 
nothing. Which they actually, because there's a little controversy, because I think they got a better bowl than they're supposed to. Um, yeah. Because just I think the fans travel so well, so that's probably why. And so, like, obviously they're going to get a little better talent and did not go out. I did think it was weird because, like, didn't Notre Dame, they only had, like, one or two losses on the year, right? Yeah, they were they were good. Yeah, I was like, they seem to be a lot better than what Iowa State is. Even though Iowa State, I think they lost a lot of close games, but still, I record still means something. Yeah, before we did our little preview, I remember thinking like Notre Dame's like as good as Iowa State. Yeah, and then when we did it, I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong here. I think Notre Dame is like good. Yeah. So. Yeah, Iowa State might have got gypped there, but they got to go to a nice bowl. So there's that. Hey, yeah. I know people who went to the bowl game. So Yeah. Everyone I know who won had fun. Yeah. Besides at the game. Yeah. Besides um, the game. And then Iowa Iowa somehow like became an offensive fire or offensive like team yes. against USC. Like could not be stopped offensively. Yeah. Um, after after they couldn't score a touchdown all year to save their life. I was I was shocked at how like bat, how good Iowa was in that. Like from hearing and seeing the score or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say this: the game would have been much closer if they didn't like tear that quarterback's arm out of its socket. Uh, because he was he was thrown on the defense. Yeah, um, I don't think they would have won, but they would have kept it close. Uh, but that backup quarterback came in, and you could tell he was like very unprepared. Yeah. So they lucked out there. But my my favorite part of that game, and this is the last I'll talk about it. I've said all year, like their best offensive play is a Stanley sneak. Yeah, because he get, he get like eight yards a try. Yeah, they ran it like four times in a row. A quarterback sneak Jesus. from under center, and I, it worked every time. It was great. I, yeah, I do think I remember um, seeing something on Twitter or something about them going like doing a quarterback sneak on third and one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just just a just a, and to, to convert it is just such a dick move, <laughs> like just being like, yeah, we didn't have to wait till fourth down to do this. <laughs> it's, I don't know why we didn't run it all the time because he would, he would just like lunge forward, and since he was such a big guy, like they couldn't stop him. Yeah. It would work all the time. Stanley wasn't the best thrower, but man, could that guy sneak the ball? Does Stanley have any NFL? Do you think he'll be? at least on a practice squad next year. I would guess that he's backing up somebody next year. Okay. I don't think he's a good backup though. I don't think he'll be in the league one. Okay. Um, but he'll, he's a big guy. who can throw the ball. Like he's got the arm strength. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. He never impressed me. So, okay. but you know, on the goal line, you know, <laughs> might work. Might work. Just bring him in. He can be the, uh, Taysom Hill. Uh, just as a quarterback sneak enthusiast, though. Yeah, a lot less versatile than Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, his only um, play is quarterback sneak. Like that's just what you know. Yeah. Um. Then we get to the playoffs, Sean. Um. Did you watch any of the playoff games? Um. I think I watched uh, some of it. I never watched any game all the way through. Actually, the national championship game I watched a good portion of while I was watching The Bachelor. <laughs> Okay, that's that's fair. I know where your priorities are. Yes, <laughs> I get it. Um, the LSU Oklahoma game, I think, was a route that we saw coming. 
Yeah. Um, wasn't surprising. The Clemson-Ohio State game was probably my favorite game of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what um, that's what I heard. Can I quick talk about the Oklahoma game real quick? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we were – Kim and I, we went to go eat at this uh, barbecue place in Des Moines. Smokey D's, highly recommend. Um, and we, we sit down, I look up, I look at the TV, and I just see it's like – I don't know. I think LSU had like 53 points or something, and Oklahoma had like maybe 20-something at the time. I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, that is – they're getting throttled. The game must be almost over. I look up, and it's like the third quarter. And I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) That is awful. Yeah, so that night we had a friend from out of town come in, so we were going bowling. Yeah. And when we left, Oklahoma was down by like seven. Yeah. And the time it took us to get from my apartment to the bowling alley and get it up on the TV, that's what had happened. They were just, like, getting blown out. Like, yeah. Well, this game is over. Yeah. It was not close. Um, but for the Oklahoma-Clemson uh, game, I, I, don't th- I don't think I was able – again, I think I was doing something, but – I do re- I do recall, you know, people saying it was, like, if not one of the greatest college football games to ever been played. It was just, like, you could tell it was very evenly matched. Yeah. And. But people that, thought Ohio State was going to win, though, right? Like, that was, it was kind of an upset, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I thought Ohio State was going to win. I thought Ohio State was the best team in the country. Yeah. So, um, and, yeah, they lost. Uh, they did, with all those close games, you know, there's, close calls like some officiating calls that probably could have gone a different way yeah um a few key mistakes by both teams but it was just like you could tell there's a ton of talent on both these teams and they're both playing like very well yes so and that ohio state that jk dobbins on ohio state he could not be stopped until he got hurt uh then he got hurt and he kind of didn't play as well after that but. okay yeah, he was just, like, running through the Clemson defense. He's a running back, right? Yes? Yeah. Yep. Is he um, – is he uh, – what am I – is he going pro or is he not old enough to go pro? Yeah, he went pro. Okay. Um, surprisingly, Clemson's did not – Clemson's running back did not go pro. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he's going pro. A ton of people on defense are going pro. There's just a ton of people on both those teams going pro. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that game was really awesome. Um, I enjoyed it. I watched it while drinking at a bowling alley. So, uh, America. America. Um, and, yeah, then we got to the finals. And, Sean, what, did, what were your thoughts going into the game? Like, what, what did you think was going to happen? Uh, LC was going to win was going to win because it seemed like Clemson, you know, they had upset it. So obviously LSU was favored. Um, they also, I mean, Clemson, I think was undefeated too, but I don't know. LSU seemed the whole year. It was just like, just throttling people. Um, they'd taken down Alabama and all that. So I was kind of upset. I was looking at all the ESPN channels. They didn't have Bill Walton on there this year. I think they changed it up a little bit. They're like the mega cast thing they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they had like the one that was like a stats driven one. The then they had the sideline one. I think that one. I don't remember that, but maybe that's always been there. Where they just had like reporters on both sidelines, um, hmm. 
anchors on both sidelines. And then there was the, the coaches one, which was kind of cool. Um, is that the one with Nick Saban? Did Nick Saban do that one? N- I think Nick Saban was just on the regular broadcast. Um, gotcha. But on this one, Mike Gundy of Oklahoma State and his glorious mullet were on there. Uh, then the TCU coach, Gary Patterson. Um, Derek Mason, the Vanderbilt coach. And then this coach, I think for Boston College. I don't remember. He's new, so I didn't remember his name. That was interesting. If I had to pick, huh. I think I'd watch the coaches one. Uh, but I was watching The Bachelor, and I just had the actual game on, like, on a tablet in front of me. <laughs> That's fair. Um, over under, how many times did Mike Gundy go? You can yell at me. I'm 40. Oh, man. <laughs> Sadly, not. he did not do that, you know? It did not come up that he needed to scream at someone about it. I figure that's just like a daily thing he does. Yeah. Like I'm 40. I'm 40. I'm a man. Come after me. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why, but I never fed into the hype of the LSU team. Yeah. Like, maybe I just didn't watch enough of them, enough of their games, but I was like, no, Clemson's good. Like, Clemson's going to win this. You didn't and, uh, feed in the hype LSU of having – yeah, you didn't feed in the hype of having a Heisman Trophy quarterback who may have put up the like single greatest quarterback college football quarterback season. So, like, one out of every ten times, that team gets obliterated in the national championship. Yeah. Or, like, one out of every ten times they don't, I mean. Yes. Most of the time, a Heisman champion is getting real hyped until they get just annihilated. Well, that did not happen. Uh, yeah, th- this is essentially like the Cam Newton year where it's like, nope, this guy's good. Yeah, I th- I thought the team it will not lose. Yeah, I thought it was it'd be a little closer than it was, but um, yeah, I don't know. Both teams <clears throat> obviously were good, but yeah, I don't know. LSU, LSU, like I I'm not like I didn't like strategically watch LSU all year, but it seemed like they're doing good. Also, their coaches Ed or- or- Oregon. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. Ogeron. Ogeron. His voice is something else. Not that, and, and I know you're not. You're born with what you got, but like it is a unique sounding voice. So funny enough, when he like first spoke on the TV yeah. channel, um, my wife turned to me and went, "Is that his real voice?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, it is." But he's like, I don't know. I I'd seen or saw some stuff, um, like stories about his life. And he seems like a very interesting guy. Yeah. He, uh, didn't he like one time, like rip off his shirt and threaten to like fight a player or yeah, something like that. You could like believe uh, anything with them. Oh yeah. If you told me that dude wrestled gators four years ago, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. But um, good, good for LSU. I'd say. Yeah, some people are calling it maybe the greatest college football team of all time. Um, I can't dispute it. Um, I, I mean, don't know if... they won 15 games and were undefeated. No team has ever done that. Granted, they haven't ever played this many games, but still. I mean, Clemson did it last year. It's the second time that's ever happened. Oh, really? God damn yeah. it. I'm such a fraud when it comes to college football. <laughs> but I, I did read that they uh, had, like, at the end of the year, they had whooped, like, four or five of the top ten teams in the final eight people. Yeah. So, for what that's worth. Well, um, I think America was happy, though, because Alabama did not win. Nor were they even in the championship game. Yeah, but now they're going to come back next year as, like, the Death Star. 
I know. It's so stupid. I hate Alabama. Nick Saban's... Ugh. They're too good. Couldn't handle it in the pros, but had to go back to college football. I'm fully on the Bill Simmons uh, point of view with the uh, Nick Saban. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that far. <laughs> I think he's just very good, um, and his teams are very good. Oh. I would just rather not have them win anymore. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you see that? There's eight underclassmen who declared for the draft on LSU. No, I did not. Yeah. I don't know if that's a lot. It seems like a lot. Um, I haven't looked at like other big programs, how many they have to declare. What is that? It seems like a lot. Eight, you said? Yeah. What, does that yeah. mean like they're redshirt sophomores or just that they're not seniors is what you're meaning? Just not seniors. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be a lot, at least from my NCAA football experience from playing it on the um, the, the uh, on PlayStation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> As I recall, when I'd be a successful football coach, uh, usually I wouldn't have that many players leaving me. That's just because you're great at recruiting them back, Sean. I know that they, they uh, Ed's gonna have to go out there, um, maybe have to you know put about fifteen twenty points on calling them, and then they'll come back home. May do it a few times. It's true, unless you know they just really want the money. Yeah, that's true. And then if they go, he he can just export them to Madden and then play with them on Madden. <laughs> Did you ever do that? No. I never had Madden at the same time. Why would I have two football games? See, that was my thing. I never had them at the same year. Um, at one point, like years later, I was playing NCAA 10 yeah. and got NFL or Madden 2010. Yes. At this point, it's like 2014. Yeah. And I thought about doing it and never did. I like. I would be curious if those players, I feel like they'd either be really, really good um, or really bad in the draft. Like, I'd be curious how the game handles that stuff. Yeah, I just don't get what the, uh, like, thinking was there that, like, I'm going to follow these players through their career. I think so. <laughs> You're like, man, I, I, don't care. I really enjoyed I these plays. I, I really enjoyed quarterback number five. I want to play with him in the NFL. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. I had some studs playing quarterback in yeah. that day on NCAA. Um, and some stud DNs, just because those are the only two positions that I ever played. Um, but, yeah, I never was thinking, like, you know what I want to do? I want to export these guys to the NFL. Yeah. And then play with them for their whole career till they retire. And then come back to college and do it again. <laughs> just do it again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure someone out there loved doing it, but um, we were not the ones. Yeah, someone listening right now is like, Fuck you guys! I did it all the time. <laughs> You're a real jerk, guys. It's real fun to fun to take them from college to the pros. Um, but no. Um, did you hear the whole thing about like Joe Burrow, like um, getting money from Odell afterwards? I did hear the story, and they actually, yeah, Odell was just handing out money to players, which is illegal technically for the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I listened to the podcast where Joe Burrow like said he got it. Yeah. And he's just like, screw it. I'm going to pros. I don't care. I'm graduated. Yeah, I took money. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter if you graduated or anything like that. Like they can't yeah. suspend you. But like that just is like, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. And then Odell has an arrest warrant out for him now. <laughs> he slapped a uh, security guard officer on yeah. the butt. Did you see the video? Yeah, it it's just as stupid as I would have thought it was. Yes. <laughs> From what I heard, so here's the story I heard, for those who don't know. 
So after the game, LSU's like celebrating. They're all smoking cigars in the locker room. Yeah. And some security guard came in and was like, hey, you guys can't do that. And like everyone's like, oh, come on, man. We just won. We just won. Like Odell like came up and like slapped him on the ass. So stupid. So, yeah, it's just like, yeah, that's just stupid. Like, should he get arrested for it? Probably not. Um, but is it really stupid and you just shouldn't even put yourself in that situation? Exactly. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And that's why I'm not taking Odell next year in fantasy. <laughs> Nah, I would still take him. I think he's gonna have a good year. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, since we're already talking about the NFL, let's just move on to them. Um, Yes. Sean, have you watched any playoff games? NFL. I have watched NFL playoff games. (laughs) Okay. Have Um, you been as sad as I am that the Rams aren't in it? Uh, probably not. The Rams, I don't know. They could have probably taken the Patriots spot and done better. I know they're not in the same conference, but uh, they probably would have done better in the Patriots. Yeah, we, we don't need to get into the Rams stuff. <laughs> we, we should talk about the teams that actually made the playoffs. All right. Um, actually, yeah, one, one, actually, one Rams thing, I'll, uh, just so you can get it in. What do you think? They're not bringing back Wade Phillips, correct? They're not. They're what, not bringing him back. Are you happy or sad about that? Um... You know, they need to switch. They need to change some things up after this year. Um, the defense would play really well, like statistically, but they just didn't seem to show up. Yeah. This this past season. Um, you know, last year they held the Patriots to seven points in the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. Um, or wh- whatever they won by. It wasn't by much. So, I'm a little sad that he's gone. I'm hoping that this shakes up the team for good. I am a little scared because it was always like he offset Sean McVay's youth in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, Sean McVay has been coaching for four years, so hopefully he's ready, you know, to not have that crutch. You'd think so. So, in the long term, I think it's going to be good. Um, I'm I'm sad to see him go because he's also, like, a really, like, cool personality. Yeah. Um, that you could read about, but. I think it'll end up being for the good. It's just at this point, it's a little sad because he was a good guy and the Rams did some good things under him. All right. Fair enough. All right. What were you going to talk about? Um, I guess we could just, we'll just dig into the four teams that are left. So okay. right now we got the, the Titans versus the Chiefs. Um, the yes. Titans have upset the two maybe favorites to win the AFC. Eh, I would say the Chiefs would be second favorite behind the Ravens. Okay. But they still upset the Patriots, which is hard to do because they're the Patriots. Um, yeah. But the Patriots, I feel like, just they weren't as good as what their record implied. Um, I, I agree. I think they had fallen off. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Titans, I, I'm shocked. I would never have picked the Titans to be in the conference championship. It's that Marcus Mariota aura on the team, even though he's not playing. <laughs> You know he has a beard now? Yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> it's the I'm sad beard. <laughs> like, well, I don't have to it look is, good. I just grow this beard now. It is definitely like a, well, I guess since I'm the backup, I'll grow a beard beard. <laughs> Poor guy. Is this, I wonder if his contract runs out at the end of this year. If, yeah, he's a free agent. Okay. I wonder, uh, would you take him as a Rams backup over Blake Bortles? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe the maybe the Chicago Bears will give Mariota a look. See, that's that's one team I keep hearing because he's like athletic, kind of like Trubisky. Yeah. So he could come in and essentially play the same role. He's not a, as dumb as probably Trubisky is as a quarterback. Yeah. I don't mean uh, dumb he'll... as he's stupid. I just mean like Trubisky just makes bad decisions at times. Yeah. We don't need to talk about the Bears, though. They didn't also make the playoffs. Um, also, Mariota, though. Have oh, we? I, I don't think we've told our listeners about the uh, the bet. Um, oh yeah, the uh, bet. The our really niche bet we took with. Uh, I don't. It was Kelsey and who was that? Ertz were the Ertz. tight ends. Yeah. And it was like what receiving yards, touchdowns, and was it recept- receptions? Receptions. And uh, guess what? Kelsey got two out of the three categories. Yes, he did. Which it really stinks because Ertz got hurt. I know. And yeah. Really, really screwed. Him. <laughs> so you owe me uh, some bush. I do. Which it's funny because neither of us took Kittle. I think Kittle was the third oh, one we could have taken. Yes. And he would have won because I think Kittle had more touchdowns and receiving yards. Yeah. So, but yes, I owe Sean beer again. <laughs> Um, but what this probably means is that the Eagles will make the NFC championship next year <laughs> with him as the backup to Dallas Goddard. That's, that's true. <laughs> um, if you know, we're going off last year's bet at all. Oh yes. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'm seeing the logic now. <laughs> yeah. You seen the through line? I'm um, seeing the through line. Um, yeah. So I owe Sean beer, um, and Travis Kelsey plays for the chiefs. Who are in the AFC Championship against the Tennessee Titans? Yeah. Um, look at that. Yeah, look at that. It's like I've done this before. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, last week they came roaring back against the Texans. Did what? you watch any of that game? I, so yeah, I was the first part of the game, I was off, I was doing something, but I came back and uh, I come in. Kim yells from the basement. She's watching. She has a game on the background. I would say she's an adamant watching the game. But she's like, hey, it's 24-7 um, Texans. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't think they'd be up like that. That's not good for uh, – or 21-7, whatever it was. I was like, okay. Uh, so I, I, I needed a shower, so I went and showered. Come back, and the Texans – I think then the Chiefs were actually up 24-21 or something like that. And I was like, Wow. That changed fast. Yeah. So we were at a Christmas. Yeah. Watching it. And when we left, yeah, it was like 24-7 or whatever. And when we got home, so it was in Marshtown, we drove all the way back to Trare. Yeah. Or not Trare, to Cedar Falls. The Chiefs were up by multiple touchdowns. It's like, well, this game is over. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. All, yeah. I I didn't think the Texans would be up by that much. Um, but I I... I yeah, it blew my mind because yeah, I think it, they the Chiefs went on like a fifty something to seven run basically, <laughs> like after that point when they're down that much, which is insane. And and the fact that they scored like at least three touchdowns in like I think less than like fifteen minutes of playtime, uh, I don't know. I mean, we all knew the Texans defense was not that great. But to be up twenty four seven and then just to just get blown out still like is insane. Yeah, the, that game just reminded everybody like, oh yeah, the Chiefs' offense is good. Yeah, like 
they can just like do stuff that other offenses can't. Um, so I, I don't know. I was surprised by the outcome. I was surprised essentially by the whole game that the Texans got up big. Then the Chiefs came roaring back. And then they won by so much. Like every outcome is, I was surprised by. Oh yeah. So, um, I don't, there's a narrative out there, at least for the people I listen to and read that like the Texans are like, they were overrated, you know, or like they screwed up this season. I don't know. Like, I think they got some good players. Um, and they have a ton of cap space for the year, so I think they'll be okay. But yeah, they, they're definitely going to look back and be like, "Ooh, yeah, we uh, we kind of blew that one. That was our shot." <laughs> I would agree. Um, yeah, I thought the Texans. I just yeah, because I don't think the thing is the Chiefs' defense. I don't think is anything to ride home about either. Um, I think they're pretty average. Yeah, I don't think they're bad, but I, they're definitely not good. Um, so for the Texans not to even like just to just get blown out still is kind of shocking. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's um as shocking as that was. It still wasn't as shocking as how the Titans beat the Ravens. <laughs> I feel. Yeah, that was a. Uh... That game was like a methodical, just like whooping, you know. Yeah, it was like just from the onset, you knew that like the way it was being played, the tight ends they were going to be in the game at least, and uh, they weren't. It wasn't gonna. The Ravens were not going to blow them out. Yeah, you, you didn't think so. Um, and then the Titans got a few like good plays, like kind of. I wouldn't say lucky plays, but good good bounces. Yeah, and. When they were up by that much, it's like, yeah, this game's over. And uh, Derrick Henry th- th- even threw a touchdown pass. He did. That was a ballsy play. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, uh, that's the thing about the Titans is that they are, like, they seem to know, they're confident that they're going to beat you. Like, they're not just, like, scraping by. Like, they, they are, think they're going to come in and whoop you. Well, yeah, when you have a mountain of a man, like, when you have <laughs> – a fridge back there playing running back. Yeah, I would. I would have confidence in him, like doing his job too. I saw. I saw someone share a picture on Twitter of like when Derrick Henry. I think when he was at Alabama and it was a national championship game, and Mark Ingram was there to be like an honorary captain or something, and it was oh, those yeah. two standing next to each other, and just Henry is just huge, <laughs> just massive. He, he just towers over him. Have you ever seen the? On that note, have you seen a picture of him beside Deion Lewis? Uh, no, I don't think I have. It looks like what you would expect, like a high schooler to look like by a pop Warner player. <laughs> it is just like there, that's his backup. It is. Cr- it's crazy because like Derrick Henry has basically from like last season been the best running back in the league. Uh, and like. I but he wasn't that good his first few seasons, <laughs> or like whatever. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird because a lot of times I feel like with running backs, it's the first like two or three seasons are really really good, and then they kind of mm-hmm. start to slow down. But he's just like picking up steam as if like how he's picked up steam in games where it's always he always outperforms in the second half versus the first half. I wonder how much of that because for a while he like backed up like Demarco Murray or something like that. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is like, yeah, his game style is like, I'm going to beat you down, so you got to give me the ball a lot. Yes. So, 
once he was able to finally be the man, um, he's been dominant. Like you said, since probably like middle of last year, he's been probably the most productive running back. Yeah. Um, so do you think, so right now he has like by far the most carries any running backs had in the first two weeks of yeah. the playoffs. Do you think he's going to break down this week or not? <laughs> I'd say no. I think it's, it's something special's going on. And I think he's just, they're, they're just going to run him as long as he can run. And they're just going to go off that because it's not like Ryan Tannehill's doing, he's just game managing. Basically. I don't think Tannehill is doing anything. He makes a couple, few good passes, but like, yeah, I don't think he's going to break down. I think this guy's ate his Wheaties and he's, he's ready to run. Yeah, I agree. Um, until I see it, I'm, I'm not going to believe that he's going to break down. Yeah. Um, he also had like a few games off, like right before the playoff push, which I think helped. Yeah, that would definitely help. So, that I think this Chiefs defense is not very good. No, the run. So, so, uh, I guess. So the I was just looking at the line. It's the Chiefs are favored by seven. Um, I I'd take the under. I feel like. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Chiefs are going to blow the Titans out. Well, so I, I, I think if the Chiefs win, they win by a lot. Okay. Um, and if the Titans win, they win by not a lot. Okay. Um, so I would also take. You know, I'm going to ride with the Titans here. Um, I think I would pick them, and I I would also go the under because that's how that works. I think <sighs> if I pick the losing team. Or the non-favored team. I, you know what, Jordan, I'm coming with you. I'm I'm riding. Oh, man. I'm picking the Titans that also to win this game. Uh, I just I, I don't know. It seems like something special is going on in old Nashville. Um, not that I, I want to see the Chiefs do well, but I and I think it'd be a better for the NFL if the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl than the Titans, but. <laughs> I think yeah, the, I, I don't know. I, the Derrick Henry thing's just insane. Like what's going on? <laughs> like no one, oh, it's no one uses crazy. every team has like three or four running backs they use. And like, it's not a, just let's ride this guy type of league anymore. And, but they've bucked the trend and they're just doing that. So might work. I guess. Do we have any thoughts on the Ravens just getting blown, blown out? I, you know, that happens in the NFL. Yeah. Um, some team just, they play one bad game in the playoffs and they're out. And sadly, we're going to remember that team is not like living up to expectations. Yeah. But you can go back every year and there's one of those teams. So it happens. You're not, you're not I'm, worried that Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson is uh, not clutch or anything like that. No. Um, the game kind of got away from them and it's just a bad game. I think they'll be fine. I think he's going to be good. Um, you know, is he going to have another year like this? Maybe not, but I think he's going to be a good quarterback for a long time. So, um, I I have no – I'm not going to overreact to this one playoff game because it happens every year. All right. Cool beans. So, uh, talk about the AFC. Um, what are your thoughts on the 49ers-Green Bay Packers game? Oh, so, um, doesn't it seem like this game happened like every three years in the playoffs? <laughs> Is that just me? Yeah, they seem to play a lot against each other. I mean, mainly the – I don't know if this is the last time they played, but the Kaepernick one, the Kaepernick game when they're – I think it was in Green Bay or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, that's the last time I really remember. But they probably have played before. I, I don't know. Yeah, it does seem like they always end up playing each other. Um, yeah, so I, I, I want the Packers to win. I, I, the Packers are the team I want to win the championship yeah. at this point. Um, but, man, the Niners look good, and they've played well all year. The weirdest, I think, yeah, go on. Well, I, I just the Niners have been playing so well late in the year, and they just seem to have this successful formula. Yeah, that was weirdly said, but they have the way to win. I think like they play play good defense, they run the ball well. Jimmy G has been playing like good, not great. So I don't know if I could pick against him. Yeah. I- the weirdest thing for me, and maybe it's because they're on the West Coast, so I don't ever see their games, but like, it doesn't feel like there's anyone on the 49ers that I'm like, I want that guy in fantasy football. <laughs> like, there doesn't, they don't seem to be as dominant. I guess Kittle would be probably the closest, but everyone, like, it, there's, there's nothing like significant about that team. You know, you look at the Chiefs, you're like, oh, they got Mahomes, the Titans, they've got Derrick Henry, the Packers, they got Rodgers. And I look at the 49ers, I'm like, their tight ends really good? <laughs> like, that's the weird thing. But like, so like, I've, I don't know, I think I've, I've had a bias to not like them as much because I don't understand why they're so good, but clearly they're good. Uh, so it's interesting. The Packers, you know, they got Rodgers. They got their offense seems to be pretty good, you know. They got Adams. It's like Rodgers isn't doing everything like he used to, like Aaron Jones has done well. But I I think the 49ers are just more complete of a team than compared to the Packers. And they have I I, I think Shanahan's a good good coach. Yeah, Shanahan's a good coach. Um I think the Fleur, I can't pronounce his name, is a good coach as well. Yeah. Um the, just when you were describing the Niners there, what I kept coming back to is like, man, this sounds like the Patriots teams from a few years ago. Like, yeah, that might be what it is. <laughs> like, their offensive line's solid. They run the ball with just a bunch of dudes, and they all seem to do better than you would expect. The receivers are either like a bunch of no-names or a bunch of people like you wouldn't usually trust. Mm-hmm. They have a stud tight end who makes it all go. And they have a solid defense. Yes. Um, yeah, their defensive line seems to be pretty good. Um, and they get a lot of pressure on, on the quarterback. So, yeah, I think yeah, that's they, a good comparison is that they are kind of like the Patriots of old. They're yeah, just balanced but, everywhere. All that being said, um, I think the Packers have probably, when they play, two or three of the best players on the field. Yeah. Um, with Rodgers and uh, Adams at receiver. And then on defense, maybe not. Maybe maybe they have the top two players on the field. Because um, mm-hmm. I would say probably one of the defense, one of the defenders, like Richard Sherman, is probably better than Darius Smith. Yeah. But um, so you, you never know what's going to happen. Maybe they go off for 10 catches for 250 yards, you know, and they can't cover him. Yeah. Um, if it, if this turns into a throwing match, I will favor the Packers That's, just off experience. I, yeah, I mean, I would say Rodgers is a, is a better quarterback and has better options than what Garoppolo does. You know, the Packers got Alan Lazard, man. 
Oh, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> afraid of him. He hasn't so, been playing well. So the line is the 49ers are favored by seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's, that's a, I'd probably still take I'd take the under on that, but I still think the 49ers are going to win. Yeah, I, I agree. I would take the under with the Niners win, with the hope of the Packers winning. Yeah, I think I think ideally if we were all in the Midwest, we'd rather see a Super Bowl of the Packers Chiefs than the 49ers Titans. Um but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh to see what right. happens. I don't know. Sean, I got a hypothetical for you here. Okay. And I need you, need you to be honest with me. All right. So we'll just say the Niners win. The Niners win the Super Bowl. All right. And the Titans win yes. with Derrick Henry running for like 250 yards again. Okay. But Tannehill gets hurt. Oh, no. So Marcus Mariota oh, has to start the Super Bowl. That's uh, Who we, do you got? Uh, the 49ers, for sure. Oh, man. I think you're underestimating the power of the man. moviness of this of this scenario. Oh my god, you would be losing your mind if Mariota started the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I would love it. It's like, it oh, would... oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that because <laughs> um, you just gotta imagine, man. He just needs to make one throw and just yeah. a beautiful Marcus Mariota bomb to somebody. And guess what? He gets to ride off into the sunset to his next team. Nick Foles-esque. Nick Foles. That's a sad thing. That would happen if Mariota came in and won the Super Bowl. He'd get a huge contract from someone and then play like oh, five yeah. games and then get benched. <laughs> Probably. Um, so you guys heard it here first. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm calling it. Um, Tannehill will get hurt in the Titans win, and Marcus Mariota will be the starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. As I always predicted. Yeah. Um, Do the Titans yeah. have another quarterback on their rest, on their roster def chart or roster? Yeah, his name his name's Derek Henry. <laughs> he has one touchdown pass in playoffs. <laughs> Is he the actual that'd be actually great if he was the third string quarterback. Honestly, they probably don't. They probably only keep two on their roster. They just it'd be pretty funny if they you know, Tannehill goes down and down and they just make Henry the quarterback. <laughs> there's like, yeah, Marcus, we're good. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, it only says there's there's only two quarterbacks on their um on the roster. At least on their death chart. Yeah, I Hey man, it could happen. Hey. Yeah. That'd be your dream. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say it's my dream, but I would love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Sean, let's move on to our XFL talk. All right. Because um, as anyone who knows, anyone who listens knows, we're the premier XFL podcast. Yes, we are. I don't care if XFL is making some deal with other podcasts. We are the premier the XFL podcast. The premier XFL podcast. <clears throat> so, Sean, I have uh, been looking at the rules as of late. Yes. And so have you, I, I, I found out. But I wanted to kind of quiz you on some of the new rule changes for the XFL. All right. Which, still not sure what it means. It might mean extreme football league, might not. I don't know. <laughs> extreme. Okay. All right, Sean. So what we're going to do, I'm just going to throw out some stuff to you. All you right. Tell me if it's true or false, and we kind of talk over the rule. All right. Um, so true or false, kickoffs can be kicked into the end zone as in the NFL. Um, I'm going to go with false. 
you're correct. The kickoff, if they kick it in the end zone, the ball comes out to the 35-yard line as opposed to the 25 in the NFL. 35? Wow. Yep. That is um, – so they're making them try to actually, like, kick – like, have the other team return it? Yeah, so the whole thing is they have to kick it in the air so there's no pooch kicking. <laughs> no pooch kicking. <laughs> They don't put a dog out there and they kick it. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. You have to kick it in the air in between the 20 and the end zone. And the kickoff team cannot go until the receiver catches the ball. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So their whole thing is they want people to return it, but there's not as big of like a sprint impact. Yeah. So That'll be interesting to see if that works. (laughs) And if so, let's say if the ball goes out of bounds it's on the 45 yard line yeah uh, which i think is how oh it if it goes out of too. bounds they get to the 45 yeah wow uh um, that's interesting no i didn't know like that part of the i didn't know um that they couldn't start off right which makes sense because in the nfl they switched it where that because a lot of people are getting hurt because if someone's running full bore right away <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of smack, but now that they can't run until the guy actually receives it, gives like everyone I feel like a better chance at not getting hurt. Yeah, I agree, and you know, hopefully it leads to more like returns, which are exciting. Yes, um, we'll see. Hopefully, it does just doesn't turn into a mess, though. Yeah, that's the um, one thing. You're like, it sounds good, but let's see how this actually works. Yeah, with all these rules, that's kind of my thought. Is yeah. like, I know the NFL version works for the most part, even if I don't like it, it works. Yeah. This could be a like shit show with some of these rules, but we'll see. I imagine I if I imagine if it goes poorly, they'll just change the rule to like whatever the NFL yeah. is. I would imagine that too. Um, one other rule for the kickoffs is you cannot onside kick. You cannot surprise onside kick. Oh, you have okay. to tell the you have to tell the ref it's an onside kick. Okay. Now, is are they like the NFL where now they have to have five and five on each side, or can they overload yeah. one side? No, if it's the same, it's same exact onside rules okay. as the NFL. Besides, um, you have to tell them you're doing it, which isn't a big change. Yeah. So. Um, okay, here's the next one, Sean. True or false? Instead of a coin toss, the game will start with an arm wrestling match between mascots. That that's false. <laughs> you're right. It is false. <laughs> There's no actual rule for that. I just thought that that might surprise people because. If anyone remembers the old XFL, how they started was two players would run at each other and see who could get the ball at the fifty yard line. Yeah. I thought yeah, I thought that was like that that's like kind of exciting, but also super boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But the mascot thing would be good, but I feel like clearly you'd pay for a nice mascot then, like some jacked bodybuilder mascot. Hey, not a bad idea. <laughs> Or even better, head coaches arm wrestle. Okay, that would be fun. This old man arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah, because those old men are probably stronger than both of us. That's true. All right, true or false, the max points a team can get on possession is nine points. Uh, false? Because I don't know how they'd get nine. <laughs> it's true. What? Yep, so okay. with the new, new scoring rule in the XFL, you score a touchdown, you get six points. But instead of the extra point, so there's no kicking on the extra point. Yeah. You can either go from it on like the two for one point, the five for two points, 
or the 10 for three points. Oh. So there's so, no extra point, no field, no kicking extra point, right? Yeah, I believe there's still field goals, but there's no extra points. That's um, good. The reasoning is because they say the NFL is too automatic and they want to make another exciting play. Well, that's why the NFL switched to went from like the two yard to like whatever the like fifteen or wherever they kick from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this will be way that, that actually is pretty exciting. Um, is, there's no cool. there's no kicking whatsoever. Basically, you're just throwing for it. And another another it. thing they they pointed out was like eighteen point games are now two possession games. That's so, true. Like, teams are in it for longer, which is an exciting proposition. Yeah. I like that. That's a good rule. I like that. Of all the rules so far, I I think that's the best one so far. Okay. True or false? Punts are being incentivized to be returned. I'm going to go with true. Yes. That one was kind of an obvious one. Um, So it's similar to the kickoff where the team cannot start running until the ball is kicked now. So, okay. Like, um, you can't have like gunners just take off. Oh, uh, okay. So they're not gonna. But, so so they aren't doing the old XF rule rule where there was no halo rule or whatever. Where you could just level the guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one on there, so I don't think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> this will make it better though, for sure. Yeah. One thing I did see though is that your gunners before the snap can just like run laterally, like. So I'm guessing they're just gonna be like running back and forth until the ball gets kicked and like take off. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it, it this reminds me a lot of like uh, when we were in Pop Warner, the the rule was like that, where like no one could go until the ball was kicked. Yeah. So occasionally, like teams would have like kids just like run back and forth like that. Yeah. Because you could, they can block it in the XFL, but in the Pop Warner they couldn't. So I'm just gonna be picturing like the Gunners just like squirrel little guys just like. Zigzagging back and forth and taking <laughs> off. So it makes sense. Um, again, they're trying to incentivize. They're trying to make the punt return an actual play, as in the NFL is kind of a fair catch ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Um, and there's some touchback rules that are similar to the kickoff as well with that. All right. So, um, all right. True or false, Sean? Team can run a double forward pass behind the line. Double forward pass? Yep. I'm going to go with false. That is true. What? How does that work? So I'm not sure how it works. Um, But a team can throw the ball twice behind the line of scrimmage. Now, why would you do that is the question. (laughs) Like, what, what play are you running? You're like, just like, all right, I'll run way over here. I'll run that way. And then I'll throw it again. So I don't know. The only play I can think of is like, so let's say you pitch the ball to your running back. Yeah. Running back throws it forward to your quarterback sitting at the line of scrimmage who then just like toss it downfield. Yeah. I just feel like for all that to go right and not someone there to screw up would be hard. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we're not offensive play callers, you know? Like, I know. Hopefully, this, hopefully it comes up with something cool where like you get some cool play designs that, see, we're, we've been trained in our mind that you can't do that. Yeah. So it's tough for us to picture right now, but hopefully it opens up a whole new way of like calling plays. Oh, okay. is my thinking. So. I I guess you could like, you know, you could go like shotgun or like when they're like those weird formations where you like put a lineman out with like your like a receiver and then like a running back behind him or something. 
Yeah. And then you'd like throw it over there and then that he could do something. I don't know. It, it seems crazy, but yeah, maybe something will come out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like, if, like we said, um, we'll see if any of these rules work. Yeah. Um, okay. True or false, Sean. Overtime is like the college football game as opposed to the NFL game. The overtime you said? Yep. I'd probably go true. It's like college football. So I tricked you here. It's false because it's like neither. It's like <laughs> hockey. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like so, hockey. What does that mean? <laughs> so what they do is they get one play from the five-yard line, and that's a round, and there's five rounds. and whoever It's like a shootout, essentially. So, wait, so the offense goes on defense, offense runs a play, then they switch? Yep. And they just keep doing that? Oh, my God. <laughs> So they do it best of five. All right. And then if it's tied, then it's just like sudden death, where if your offense scores and mine doesn't, you win. Wow, that's cool. I like that. That's a that's a fun way to do it. Yeah, it's it's a change up for how you know it's been done before. So I'm excited about it. it makes overtime go quicker then. Yeah, that too. They said that uh, there would be like, oh, uh, what was it? 10 seconds now, not 10 seconds. They have some time limit in between like each round too. Yeah. So there's not like big commercial breaks and all that. All right. I like that. So it goes quicker. Um, true or false, Sean, the XFL has a c- comeback period similar to Mario Kart. That's false. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a poorly worded question. <laughs> um, it's, you're right. It is it's not like Mario Kart, but they do have a period. So oh, they got the blue shell. They got the blue shell. They're gonna take out the leader. Yeah. Um. They uh, so they do call their two minute warning the comeback period, or like, so what happens is every play is now a dead, dead clock. Oh, that's cool. So that way teams can run like full offenses during two minutes. Okay. Uh, so they do call it the comeback period. But, yeah, it was a poorly worded question. I'm sorry. Um, All right, Sean. True or false, outside of two minutes, every play is continuous clock. That, I believe, is true. It is true. Even if you go out of bounds or incomplete pass, it is a continuous clock up until two minutes. You know, I don't argue with that at all. Because the thing about football games, if you're watching on TV, is they are long. Um, Yeah. So anything to make a football game go quicker, I thoroughly approve of. I agree. Um, and especially do, with these teams, because obviously these aren't the top-tier athletes, mm-hmm. um, that will be better. So if Connor Cook's out there just throwing ducks, at least the game goes quicker. <laughs> That's what we call it, Connor Cook. Um, yeah, I do question, though, if it's going to be like a mad dash of two minutes and it's just going to be a slog through two minutes. Yeah. Um, That's probably it. But – Hopefully it speeds up the game, um, which everyone would enjoy. Yeah. Um, true or false? The catch rule is for one foot and bounce instead of two. I'm going to go with true. They're going back to college football rules. They are. They they have some explanations for it that I think are bullshit, but <laughs> um, it's like safety reasons and like it's more natural to catch. And it's like, what? shut up. Uh, yeah, it, they're bullshit. I don't um, think that matters that much. No, it doesn't. Um, true or false, Sean? Half times are always Super Bowl style. 
as in there's always a big performance during halftime. That's shows. false. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I was hoping you would think the grandeur of uh, XFL was going. No, they actually do have a rule that halftimes are shorter. Yeah. Ten minute halftimes. It sounds like they're really trying to make these games as quick as possible. Like, yep. they're not trying to slow it down as much. Because, again, right, no, one want, no one wants to watch Connor Cook just suck. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, all right, Sean, last question here. All right. True or false, the XFL is proposing a pregame show with the likes of WWE superstars Stone Cold, Ric Flair, The Rock, John Cena, okay. Jesse Ventura, and Gronk all rotating in as celebrity guests throughout the season. I'm going to go with true on this. I hope it's true. I made that up, but I hope it's true. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I would hope so. Like, they, they should. I guess it's technically not owned by the WWE. Like, it's just Vince McMahon owns both. That's a different organization. But you'd think they'd have some crossover. Yeah. I would guarantee at some point John Cena or The Rock or both show up at some, like, thing for it you would think the rock would because he's a former football player like yeah you'd think so, so. i would think so um sean that's the last question i got but we are excited for the xfl that's that is exciting i did actually see i don't know last week maybe i saw a commercial for it on television and <laughs> The reason I brought up Connor Cook is because he's the only one I remember that they showed. Because they like showed the players, a few of the players, and it's all these like washed out players from the NFL. <laughs> yeah, didn't they show them all in like their college uniforms too? I could have been definitely not in yeah. their pro uniform. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember I saw a commercial like that, and I was like, "Here's all these ex college players that you probably remember." Yeah, I I I hope it goes well. Uh, I hope it does better than the AAF. Um, but I just like any professional league, it just seems to suck like because they just don't have the talent. Um, but if they can at least make – they seem to be going down the right path in terms of trying to make the game quicker or like adding a few new tricks into it that might make it more fascinating to watch. You just hope it's – the gimmicks aren't just like enjoyable for like a week or two and that people actually will stick around. Yeah, that's that's one of the things you like. People always overestimate gimmicks, I think. Yeah. They underestimate how much we just kind of want to watch more football. Yeah. So, one thing I liked about this is it seems like they're tweaking the game but not making it, like, gimmicky, I guess, is yeah. the word that comes to mind. Um, and, and hopefully... They, oh, go on. Play, play, ...play football but update it a little bit. Yeah. I think the, the extra point rule, I, I like that idea. That will make it more interesting um yeah because like yeah no matter even if you're on the two yard line that's not a guarantee you're gonna get in with whatever play you're Mm -hmm. gonna run um yeah that will be interesting uh what else was i gonna say i i yeah i think it will be a good um i think i they seem like because it's on like espn isn't it like they have some good contracts like the the, um, I think they're on Fox for a few games, too. Yeah. Like, it's not like the AAF where they're just on CBS, like, for one or two weeks, and then it went to, like, CBS Sports Network. Like, they're actually on television, like, the whole, like, actual real channels for a while. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no. 
I think that will help a ton. Um, and they're being smart trying not to be a competition in the NFL either. Oh, no. Not at all. They know what they're doing. And I think all the teams, I don't know how it was for the AF. I think the XFL owns all the teams. Like, there's no, like, owner of a team. Oh, yeah, I think you're right there. But, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. When does it start? Like, the week after the Super Bowl? Or does it start, like, in... Oh, it does? Okay. (laughs) So, um, hey, you never know. Maybe Joe Burrow will go pro and play for the XFL. That's not going to happen. Uh, Yeah, there's a 0% chance that happens. Uh, are you gonna go? You're gonna are you gonna go to a St. Louis Battlehawks game? Um, that's the game plan right now. We'll see if oh. it ever materializes. That's great. We're, I so hope the you problem do. is their their first home game is until week three. Yeah, and there's a chance that they're not a league by then. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, that is very true. Uh, we might try. That's that's exciting. I did see the. Uh, this is unrelated, but kind of related in the sense that it's a comp- not a competing, but the the big three. You aware of the big three Ice Cube's uh, three on three league? Yep. The basically old guys. They made some uh, rule changes. They lowered the age now, um, so it's they they don't want to come across as just the retirement league, which they clearly are. Which I'm fine with. I I actually have you ever watched the big three? No, but I, I kind of follow it a little bit. It's 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 fascinating because it's three on three basketball, but with all these players that were like good at one time in the pros, that they're good now, like they're decent in the big three because it's only three on three and they're all playing like older people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It looks fun, uh, but they changed some rules to get younger people in. So I don't know. I just thought the XFL is you know trying to change it up. The big three is changing up. It's all cool. Watch all of it. Yeah. Sports are sports, man. I'll sports. watch. Sports. Yes. Um, all right, Sean. Time for our favorite segment yeah. of the podcast. Sean talks about Red Dead. Exactly. I am here. Um, when did I play it? I played it a little bit recently. Uh, over when During the holidays, I was able to play it a little more. I've tailed off a little bit since then. But... So I'd been playing, I'd been working on this one quest, you know, to make five special miracle tonics, you know, and the thing that sucked about this quest was you had to get like six, um, of a specific plant of three specific plants. So you had to get six of them. So you had to pick like, say six, like flowers of a thing of six of this kind of flowers. So it took forever because I could only hold with each of those, you can only hold 10 of a specific flower in your mm-hmm. thing at each time. So you'd have to collect it, then make the craft, and then go collect more. You just had to go keep going back and forth doing it. Uh, it took me a long time. I kind of put it off for a while, and then finally I was like, all right, I'm just going to slog through and just find all these stupid flowers. You know, Googling mm-hmm. it, going on YouTube, seeing where people find them. Do it. I'm like, sweet. I finally get to the fifth one. I do it. I'm like, done. I'm like, cool. And then it just says, I look up the quest thing, and it's like, consume each of these uh, tonics, the special miracle tonic, five times. And so <laughs> then I was like, okay, I could just drink them all now uh, <laughs> and just get it all over with. But I was like, that feels weird. So then I like, I don't know, I just like rode around and tried to kill some random bad guys or things to get hurt. So then I felt like there's a reason to take it. But I was just like, oh, 
So stupid. And so now I've, I've got that quest actually taken care of, and now it's trying to figure out what other mindless, dumb task I need to do. I did. Oh, my God. This is another quest. So one of the quests I've talked about is you have to kill a cougar with a bow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was doing this quest, the the special uh, Miracle Tonic quest. And I was like, a lot, a lot of the plants that I was looking for are around like little rivers. So I was like walking around, just foraging. Um, mm-hmm. like you do in the West. And I, I like hear a cougar in the distance. I'm like, Oh yeah, baby, let's do this thing. And so like, you know, I didn't see it for a little bit. So then I, I was like, okay, I see it. And I run back to my horse. Cause I'm like, shit, I need my arrow, my bow and arrow, grab the bow and arrow, pull out the, the arrow I need, which is the uh, flaming arrow, the uh, fire arrow. I just light that fucking sucker on fire, and it was amazing. And so I got a second one. I still have three cougars to go after, which is going to take forever. Like Because, I don't know, I've tried hunting for them, but it's like they're so rare. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I guess I'm just working on these all these dumb quests that are taking me forever. <laughs> yeah, Sean, those uh, sound very tedious. It is tedious and not that fulfilling in a sense. There is, I almost broke down if couple weeks ago where I was like, why am I doing this still? Why am I putting myself through this? But I'm like, you know what? It's not every day you can go out into the West and just ride the open land. So what percentage are you at right now? I'm at like 52% or 53. (laughs) Jeez Louise. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the missions account for a lot of it. And I, I've haven't done all the mi- like I'm I'm kind of taking my time. I'll do a mission or two here and there, and then I'll try to do a bunch of quests or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it takes time. But I did recently. I think from the last time we talked, I did complete one more chapter of it. So I've moved to a new camp, um, where uh, where we're at. So I've moved into a new part of the game, which I've realized because I've played so much of this game. Like, once you're in one camp, you'll have a bunch of random things happen. And then, like, mm-hmm. I noticed that nothing was really happening that much because I had been in that camp for a while. And then when we moved, like, immediately it seemed like anywhere I went, something would happen. Like, some random event. I put that in quotation marks where, like, you come across something. So, like, yeah. clearly in each chapter they have, like, a set amount of random shit that's going to happen to you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Fair so, enough. Yep. Hope, hoping, crossing my fingers, I might get a chance to play it this weekend. All right, man. Well, I hope you do, too. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, Sean. Yeah? Um, I don't have anything else. What about you? I, I think I'm good, man. Um, All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Yes. Like and review us on uh, whatever you're listening to us on. Like our Facebook. Like Sean's Twitter. And uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. That sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for listening to the Pandering Talk. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe us and give us five stars on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast at. Otherwise, if you want to reach out to us, please hit us up at our Twitter account at Pandering Talk or our email account at panderingtalk at gmail.com. Plus, If you want to talk to Sean Dangler personally, hit him up at Sean Dangler. Jordan doesn't have Twitter because he's too cool for that. All right. Thank you, guys.